Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That's 10% off Wranglers, Grand Cherokees, Gladiators, Cherokees, Compasses, and Rams. Save up to $8,000. Visit turnersvillejeep.com and view over 350 Jeeps and Ram trucks. Available for immediate delivery. turnersvillejeep.com on Route 42 in Turnersville. Drive a little, save a lot at turnersvillejeep.com. We know your favorite station is Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Exciting night, Red October. Love it. The other side with Dan and Dorenzo and me, Rich Zioli, here in studio. Those guys are down at Citizens Bank Parkway. Guys, I'm so happy you're down there. You both look terrific, by the way. You look happy, you look healthy, refreshed, beautiful. I mean, what a, what a great day for a game, right? Yeah, it's beautiful out here, man. It's nice and uh, it was 60 degrees this morning when I was leaving, but it, it seems definitely warmer now. Short sleeves are appropriate. It's going to be a beautiful day, and I love I love the earlier time. What are your thoughts on this 5 o'clock time compared to the 8 o'clock time? It, it gives you a chance to get to bed a little bit earlier, but you're not doing the morning show anymore, so what's the matter? It does, yeah, no, I'd like it to be later so I can see it after my show ends at 7. I will tell you, though, <laughs> we will be dinging the bell throughout the show today every time the Phillies score. I love it. So do we have a ding? Can you give me the ding, Henry? Just so people, that you hear that? Oh, come, no. Whoa, no, whoa, whoa, we need whoa, like whoa, a Liberty on, Bell, man. like That's a real ding. We ding the bell every time the Phillies no, score. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the bell that you can get for us, Henry? That's that's all you got for us? Henry, he's calling you, you out of your that. bell, Henry. You I wanna, think it's I a great bell. This is producer on producer <laughs> crime right here. <laughs> he you could do what? better than that. I, now I rethink it. I think you're oh. right. We need, we need like a cracking of the Liberty Bell or something like that. Like I, no, I'm all for that. I just did this last year because it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Become a thing. Well, it is funny, right? but... But it, uh, now, you, you now were talking just, about the first. He sounds like Hector Salamanca when he does it, though, if you notice that. So. <laughs> He's, proud He's proud That's of it. He's proud of it. 100 troll over here. You were talking about the first pitch uh, before we went to break, Rich, and uh, I got to tell you, man, it's Josh Shapiro tonight. Uh, oh, the the oh, rabid Democrats boo. be throwing out the first pitch. Boo. What are your thoughts, man? Like, why are we making things political? Come on. Oh, come on. God. Now, it'd be, it, the interesting question is, will Josh Shapiro get booed tonight at Citizens Bank Park? No. 
You don't think no. so? No. People, people fall for his stuff. Everyone, he, he ran to 95 and acted like it was because of him, and now he's run into the Phillies game, and he's ready to tell everyone why he's so excited. I'm sure he'll probably make some comment about the uh, crisis, which is good. I, I'm all in support of him for that, but I don't know. I'd, I'd have more respect for the guy if he did this, and he also, you know, tomorrow went down to uh, K&A and, and did something about the crisis in the city there. Like, if he's going to take all these victories, I want him to take on hard issues, too, and stop, uh, you know, trying to check off the boxes for becoming president. Dan, what do you think? Uh, boo or cheer him on tonight? Oh, I'd be booing the guy. I'd be yeah, booing I'm the booing. guy. But the question becomes, with, with his comments that were made about Israel and, and his yeah. background, is that seen as anti-Semitic or you can get looks if you're booing him now? It's, Interesting. But, but if we're talking straight-up politics, man, the guy has been... Uh, like he sold us lies during the campaign. Not me. I mean, I, I would never vote for the guy, but he sold his voters lies. Everything he seems to be running on, he's going against. Uh, I mean, he was very strong on the death penalty for a while, and and then his ten-year-old son comes by and tells him that it's morally wrong. So the guy decides, you know what? I'm going to go against the death penalty. It, it's. I, I feel that Democrats are sullying on the guy, and Republicans are definitely sullied on him. So I, I think there'll be a spattering of booze, but. I don't you know, know if it's take over the stadium. How about this? Here's my recommendation throughout the first pitch tonight. Maureen Faulkner, I'll tell you why. Because when yeah. I was in the dunk tank down at Atlantic City two years ago, and that swampy, disgusting, green, putrid liquid, Maureen Faulkner threw the first <laughs> ball, and she got it, nailed it. Boom, I went right in. Right in. So I'm just saying she can get it over the plate, I have no doubt. Throwing a slider at the, uh, <laughs> the dunk tag for Rich. <laughs> That's great. Well, guys, have fun. You're doing a great job. I know we'll, we'll hey, chat wanna, again tomorrow. You want tomorrow. a quick lineup rundown? Oh, I yeah, can do yeah, a quick lineup rundown. Let me, let me hear it. Yeah, leading off, you got Schwarber. Second, shortstop, Turner. Third, you got Harper playing first. Uh, fourth, you have Boehm today. Uh, Turner and Boehm switching. Hey, there's there. Walter. Stott, I just saw Walter walk by. Hey, Walter. Yeah, Walter, <laughs> Walter, our promo guy. Let me. Uh, I can't turn. He walked away. Uh, fifth, you got Stott. Sixth, you got Real Muto. Seventh, you got Castellanos. Eighth, Marsh. And turning everything out. Ninth, Rojas. No Pache today. And you have on the mound. Who is it on the mound? Nola versus, what's the kid's name? Elder? Nola versus Elder. Bryce Elder. Elder. Some rookie. So yeah. uh, I think we got a good shot tonight, Rich. But uh, join us live tomorrow, Citizens Bank Way, uh, as we now head in for the uh, Braves versus Phillies game as we take the series. All right. And tune into the other side. Great podcast with Dan and Dorenzo. Thanks, guys. We'll talk soon. Thank go you, fans. sir. All right. Go Phils. WPHT HD WOGL HD3 Philadelphia from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Rich Zioli. All right, we are uh, live today. We're excited. The Phillies will be taking the mound in just about an hour, and uh, we got a lot to chat about. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Thank you for being here as we continue to talk about the world and uh, being on fire right now. I told you before John Kirby was asked, and before I get to my guest, I want to remind you of what Kirby said with regards to Iran and oil, and this will be a perfect segue for my guest, who is an expert on the matter, this is what Kirby was asked today about Iran and oil, and this is what he said. Take a listen. Is the amount of oil that's being brought in by uh, Iran, specifically records amount, 85% to China, and more oil being sold above the price cap from Russia, giving the president any pause on changing 
these energy policies for fossil fuels here in the U.S. I would just let me back up a little bit. I mean, um, it's important to remember that uh, Iran gets most of its oil revenue off the black market, and eva evading sanctions, which they do, uh, it's costly to them. In, in fact, uh, uh, our evidence is that they really only receive a fraction of the market value uh, of the oil that they sell because they have to sell it uh, on the black market. Uh, we will always, uh, as we do in any case, uh, typically revisit uh, sanctions regimes to see if they need to be changed or adjusted, uh, specifically with respect to uh, Iranian oil. Um, the president, since the beginning of the administration, had been concerned about uh, making sure we have a, a viable global market for oil, um, working hard to keep the prices of gasoline down here in the United States. Part of that is making sure you remove some of the volatility in that uh, global supply and demand. Um, I don't have any announcements or decisions to, to make today with respect to any changes uh, to the domestic oil production. And here to explain that word salad to us is Daniel Turner, the founder and executive director of Power of the Future. Daniel, my man, how are you, buddy? Rich, it's great to be on your program. Thanks for having me back. What the hell did Kirby just say there? Yeah, no one knows, quite frankly. Um, and then he just kept adding on words to get out of a sticky situation. He didn't know what he was saying. Um, uh, it, it's just a flat-out lie to say Iran sells its oil uh, on the black market. I'm sure there are some rogue operators who sell oil uh, um, uh, under the table. I'm sure there are some in America who sell oil under the table. Um, but Iran very, very obviously sells its oil to countries who are not abiding by U.S. sanctions. So that includes China. It includes South Korea. It includes India. Um, there, there are European nations that buy oil from Iran. So this idea that they sell it under the black market is nonsense. If anything, the Biden administration lifted sanctions from Iran that took them from producing around 900,000 barrels a day in the year 2000, before Biden took office, 900,000 to now a little over 3 million barrels a day. Um, and so what are they doing with all those record profits, especially since oil is $85, $90 a barrel? Well, they're buying weapons to attack Israel. That's what Iran does, and that's why the sanctions were there in the first place. So I don't know what Mr. Kirby was talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking about. They are unwilling. No politician ever says this was a mistake. Right. No politician ever says, "Woo, we really we really screwed the pooch on that one, but we're going to reverse course. So they have to convince us that unfreezing Iranian money and assets, that negotiating billions of dollars for the hostages, uh, that lifting sanctions. They have to try to convince us those were all good and smart decisions and in no way whatsoever contributed to the current situation, just like if you gave a drunk car keys and money and a pack of James and a, a, a case of Jameson, you in no way contributed to the accident that happened. Look, I, I had nothing to do with it. Right. No, it's completely my hand, not my problem. And that's where we are with Iran. You know, it's funny. Everybody keeps bringing up the $6 billion. And while I think it'd be so politically stupid at this point to give Iran the money, I think it'd also be morally repugnant to give them the money. Iran doesn't need the money. People keep forgetting this. I mean, Obama <laughs> gave them billions of dollars. I mean, they're not in this impoverished nation. I mean, they're selling oil. They're making a lot of cash here. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're, they're not an impoverished nation. I know that they're not as successful as they should be and as the poor people who are stuck in that regime deserve to be. But no, you're absolutely right. They're not at all 
an impoverished nation. They have a lot of fossil fuel assets, and they could be, as they once were, a very prosperous nation. Um, and, but, but stopping that from happening is, is, is due to their own devices. And, and look, it's, it's nonsense for the administration also to say, oh, that's $6 billion. No, no, no. That can only be used for good purposes. It's not, none of that money was involved in terrorism. And, and the analogy I keep making is if you gave you know, your daughter's boyfriend money to go out to dinner and, and he shows up with beer and condoms, and you say, whoa, 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 I gave you money for dinner. And he's like, yeah, don't worry, Pops, I haven't spent that money yet. Right? It's like money is fungible. So you give bad operators money, they buy bad things with it. Yeah. And this nonsense that like, well, no, we gave them $6 billion, but they can only buy wheat and flour and, and, and plant uh, grass. That's all they can do. Oh, give me a break. Stop, stop treating the American people like we're dumb and stop treating the Iranians uh, like they're good actors on the world stage when we know they're just a terrorist state. Let's think about the state of oil in the world right now. I was reading a story in the Wall Street Journal today that Iran is actually producing more oil right now than the United States of America is. That is just so infuriating to me to read that. This administration, by completely capitulating to the to the same whack job, isn't it ironic, too, the same green energy whack jobs in the squad are the same ones who are cheering on Hamas right now, unwilling to condemn all of these actions. By the United States of America continuing to become less and less energy independent, we are propping up these regimes around the world. When are people going to understand that? Yeah, well, oil makes the world go round. And, and, and you can say, I wish it were not that way, as this administration has been saying. I wish the world ran on wind and solar. I wish it ran on renewables. But it doesn't. And so even go back to, you know, my high school years when the first Gulf War, when the, when the common cry was no blood for oil. And it's a great bumper sticker. No blood for oil. No blood for oil. But but oil is freedom, right? Oil is movement. It's prosperity. It's the economy. It's it's you know you can't even have a no oil protest without oil because the very signs that they carry are made from oil. Not to mention the paint they pour over priceless works of art are all made from oil. So so oil does make the world go round. And maybe it won't be that way in the future. I called my organization Power the Future for a reason. Maybe it will be different one day. But it's not. And it is so naive to say if we just only legislated or, or put in policy position towards this ideal I have in my head, that that ideal will become realized. And it hasn't. Right. We're three years into almost three years into the Biden agenda. And besides the rampant inflation driven by energy prices, where everything is expensive because energy is expensive, we're back to war. We're back to war in the Middle East. We have Russia invaded Ukraine a year ago with high oil prices. So I, 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 it's, it's this naivete. It's this, this obtuseness. Um, and it's also something I've seen my entire life where the left just genuinely loves to be in bed with rogue operators. You know, I was, I was waxing reminiscent on, on Twitter earlier and reminding people, when Reagan was running for office, uh, Carter and Ted Kennedy wrote Brezhnev and said he was a threat, right? John Kerry so sided with Ho Chi Minh with Jane Fonda. Democrats have supported Noriega, Ortega, Castro, Hugo Chavez. Democrats have always supported America's enemies. It was during the Gulf War, Harry Reid, Senate Majority Leader, would stand on the Senate floor and call George Bush a loser and talk about how 
the atrocities our soldiers are committing around the world. Democrats have always loved to, to, to bash America and to support its enemies. So when people like Rashida Tlaib supports Palestine, I'm like, of course she does. She's a Democrat. Democrats have always supported the enemy my entire lifetime. I'm not old enough to remember the Great War. Maybe my parents would think differently. But in my lifetime, every foreign policy, major foreign policy battle, and I was born in Vietnam, Every foreign policy battle, Democrats have supported America's enemy. So we shouldn't be surprised that Rashida Tlaib or, or Ilhan Omar or mainstream Democrats or Black Lives Matter or any of these. Of course they do. Leftists have always supported America's enemies. Daniel Turner is my guest. Power of the Future is his organization. He's the executive director and the founder of it. Uh, Russia, China, Iran, this 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 alliance here that these countries have, you know, it's we, we, every time we do more in Ukraine, it seems like those three seem to get closer and closer. We announced another aid package for Ukraine today. Uh, I, I'm not looking and I don't think anybody's looking for World War Three here with Iran. But at the very no. same time, the Obama administration and the Biden administration is continuing it because I, I really do believe Obama is still pulling the strings here, keeps emboldening this nation. I mean, what I don't understand is. Why, knowing that Iran believes that not just on wiping out Saudi Arabia from the earth, I mean, Israel, but also Saudi Arabia. I mean, I think a big motivation here in this attack was the idea that Saudi Arabia and Israel were finally going to get along and, and recognize each other and, and, and become neighbors and friends. And I think that was a big yeah. motivation for this. So why would the United States of America, A, help Iran with their nuclear enrichment program? And B, why the hell would we allow China to buy oil from them if we're trying to do relations with China. Why are we not turning around to China and saying to them, hey, listen, if you want to do business with us, you've you got to stop doing business with them. Yeah, this is the, the big boy part of, of government that this current administration does not like to do. And the Biden, the Obama administration didn't like to do it either. They run on, on platitudes. They run on feelings, hope and change and build bridges and all that stuff. But But policy is... You know, there's a certain to be said about people who are policy experts. And, and you look at what happens with feel-good policies on the border. Well, look at the border crisis we have now three years in. And the, and the untold number of people, how many of them come from these countries, right? Well, the, the, the government admits there are two million gotaways. They're, they're all moms with babies. Right? There's not one terrorist in that, right. th- in that two million number. Right. So, yeah, this is where policy decisions are are tough and 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 they and they have to be broad and you say well look if we're going to tell iran that they can't export oil because they're a bad uh state actor they're the world's leading sponsor of terrorism then you guys can't buy oil either from iran and that's just that's it and if you do well then you can't buy stuff from us right we, we treat these other countries with such kid gloves whether it's china whether it's iran whether it's venezuela and then they walk all over us and and what's going to happen? The next guy is going to be charged with cleaning up the pieces. Um, but cleaning up the pieces is deadly in this case. I mean, there are there are 14 Americans who are dead and still 20 who are being held hostage. Um, you know, obviously scores more of, of, of Israeli nationals who are dead. But I mean, this is these are deadly consequences of saying we want the world to run on wind and solar. We want to get rid of oil. That's these are the deadly consequences of Joe Biden saying no more oil, no more drilling, pal, right? We're going to put an end to fossil fuels. 
Well, it's, it sounds nice. That doesn't sound nice on the campaign trail. It sounds stupid, but it sounds nice to your stupid audience on the campaign trail. But this is the reality of it. And you know what? I would have a lot more respect for this president, and I have none, quite frankly, for him at all. But I would at least have some respect if he went out there and said, look, when I said we're getting rid of oil, I knew it was going to be tough. And this is what it entails, guys. Right. This is what it entails. And it's going to be tough and it's going to get even harder. But that but now he no, no, no. My policies didn't do this. My policies didn't enrich enrich Vladimir Putin. My policies didn't enrich Iran so that they killed 900 Israelis and murdered and raped hundreds of women at a music festival. No, 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 no. These are all these are all, you know, outside forces that we have no control over. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, we talked about it. He's getting the adults in charge, right? Biden told us that. The adults are in charge. The adults are in charge. No, the ideologues are in charge. And this is what happens when ideologues have power. They create chaos. They create hell, quite frankly. It's hell if you're in Eagle Pass, Texas. It's, it's hell if you're an American trapped in Gaza, right? It's hell if you're a Ukrainian getting bombed by Vladimir Putin, right? This is what happens when ideologues have power, Um and and it's and it's shameful to watch unfold in real time. Now listen, yeah, I mean you you you're saying everything right. You're and you're on fire, and I love it. Uh, but thank God today the president was addressing junk fees. And and Daniel Turner, how many of those junk fees that the government <laughs> charges us and busts our chops with on a daily basis will will he be getting rid of? You know, I tried to pay uh, some IRS bill online and they charged me a percentage. Oh, yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hey rob bradford here i have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what i have known for some time baseball isn't boring now i have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show players managers gms and yes even the commissioner of baseball rob manfred it has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did of what i had to pay and I was like, there are the junk fees right there. Oh, yeah. No, but those junk fees are allowed to stay. Or I don't know if the last time anybody's ever looked at their phone bill. We're still get, we're still paying a 9-11 fee. We got the this fee, the anti-terrorism fee. Look at an airline ticket, how many freaking fees and taxes are on that thing. Those, by the way, will not count. But if Hilton charges you a $25 a day resort fee, well, now that the government yeah. of the United States needs to deal with right away versus exactly. the private market. Yeah, and distracting from the issues that matter, right? There are major issues facing our country, and they're getting worse, and they're getting more expensive. So they roll out this type of nonsense to keep everyone distracted. It's what the Caesars did back in the day when the empire was crumbling. They just brought in some gladiators from North Africa and some animals, and were like, maybe the people will be too distracted with this to care about the fact that we're dying. He literally Um, literally brought a woman today standing in the Rose Garden complaining about junk fees i'm like are these people the most tone-deaf idiots in in the history of politics the world's on fire 
people, women are being beheaded, and this woman's complaining because she got charged a freaking airline change fee or something. I'm like, I'm like, there's not a there's a time and a place, as we used to say, a time and a place. Yeah, exactly. And they're missing all the times and all the places. And it's again, it's de- it's devastating to watch in real time. It's reversible, but it's going to be hard and it's going to be slow. But it requires people getting out and voting and making a difference. Um, um, but we can reverse it, and we will. Right, we'll rise to the occasion. But it's sad that we actually have to keep you know, doing this and not just progressing as a country. You know, by the way, I meant to ask you last, last uh, presidential debate. I usually like to chat with you after, uh, what you, <laughs> what, what did you think? Um, you know, I, I thought it was a bit of a disaster. I'm not surprised. It's pretty clear who the front runner is. Um, and, and I, I just, it was frustrating to watch. It was frustrating to, to, to see them unfocused, um, at the end of the debate, I just disliked more of them rather than appreciated anyone more. I just there are many people I just wish would go away for everything, not yeah. just in terms of this candidacy, but just as national figures. They just need to say my time is gone and and disappear. So yeah, disappointed. Yeah. But how about Mr. Win- how about one. Mr. Windmill, Chris Christie? People forget when he was governor of New Jersey, he was all for the wind turbines at the Jersey Shore. He was all for them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and again, those are the types of things that's easy to run on when it's politically popular, but policy decisions have to be broad. They have to be uh, well thought out, and this is the result of what you're dealing with now. This is the result of it's a, it's a more expensive and weaker electric grid in Jersey, and he's got to own that, but he won't. You know, of course, it's always someone else's problem. Someone else made a mistake. Well, I commend you for not making a weight joke or a dead whale joke. You're a better man than me. <laughs> Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. I appreciate it, buddy. We will talk again soon. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Rich. Always a pleasure. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All right. Now, uh, I want to tell you that this is an incredible month to purchase. Or, By the way, Alan Dershowitz is going to join me next. We're going to talk about uh, these uh, spoiled, repugnant brats at Harvard. Uh, this is an incredible month to purchase or lease a new Volvo from my friends at Cherry Hill Volvo. They always have an incredible inventory of aggressively priced Volvos. But this month, there are a plethora of discounts and offers available. Too many to list in one spot. I will tell you that the incentives start at $5,000 and can escalate all the way up to $11,000. So whether you want to purchase or lease a new or pre-owned Volvo, now is the time. I love my Volvo. I drive the XC40 right now. Bridget drives the XC90. Whether you want an SUV or the S-Class, they used to have the S60. They're beautiful, luxurious, safe cars. The S-Class made right here at their plant in South Carolina. And most importantly is the experience that you'll get at Cherry Hill Volvo. We broadcast live from the Cherry Hill Volvo studios. In this age of cancel culture, they stand with us. And I was texting Judith this morning because she has family in Tel Aviv. And she's very, obviously, this is a hard time for them and she does so much for the Jewish community in South Jersey. And Yosef was in the Israeli military. Uh, they're great people over there. So go say hello and go see them. They're right on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. And I really do believe that what separates them from all these big conglomerate dealerships out there is that you don't get any pressure. Really, if the car is not right for you, it's not right for you. They, they always strive to do the right thing. But I think you're going to love driving a Volvo. And I really think you're going to love these financial incentives. And I also think you're going to love them as people because they're just good people who stand with us and, and fight for the right things. And I think all of that matters. It really, really does in life. 
Who you choose to do business with in life matters. It certainly does to me. Cherry Hill Volvo is the most accessible Volvo dealer to Philly in South Jersey, right across the bridge. So please go say hello to them today. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. The simple fact that I had kids in the car, that's why I jumped out like that. That's why I reacted like that. It was just to protect them, honestly. Her reaction was, well, he already kicked in my car. What else was he going to do to me? And I you know. said, shoot you? Yes. <laughs> in this city of all places? I know. Mama Bear stands up to him mm-hmm. and threatens to kick his butt, right. knocks his bike down, and then you see him kind of take off. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app. It's that time of year again to consider replacing your old drafty windows and doors before another long, cold winter season rolls in. And the great people at Guide a Door and Window will help make your window and door replacement project more affordable with their buy one, get one half off sale. For every door or window you buy, you'll get a second one at 50% off and you can mix and match the savings to suit your own needs. Buy an entry door, get half off a storm door. Buy a patio door, get 50% off a window. Need to replace all the windows and doors in your house? Well, you save 50% on half your project. The more you need, the more you save. Plus, Guida is making it easier for you to afford your project with no money down and interest-free financing for up to 18 months. Act Now offers for a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guida today to schedule a free, no-obligation in-home estimate at one eight seven seven go guida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is a serious heart condition. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. My HCM impacted how I felt and what I could do. So I asked my cardiologist about treatment advances that gave me new options. That conversation was big for me. Talk to your cardiologist today. You may be glad you did. John was compensated for his time. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiatives. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program could stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Tax Help USA to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-210-1005. If you or your business owe back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now get the help that you need during these hard economic times. Get your free tax assessment to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-210-1005. 800-210-1005. That's 800-210-1005. See you. Conklin with the City Rhythm Orchestra at the Miller Center in Reading on Wednesday, October 18th. And at Springfield High School in Delaware County, Saturday, November 11th. Oh my God, it was amazing. I loved it. All his voices are fabulous, and the fact that he sings... I couldn't imagine how good it would be with the orchestra. Awesome show. I've never laughed so much my teeth hurt. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's Conklin and City Rhythm at the Miller Center in Reading and at Springfield High School in Delco. For tickets, go to JoeConklin.com. JoeConklin.com! 
We're introducing Wendy's newest addition to the morning lineup. Say hello to the Wendy's all-new English muffins. They're here and they're ready for breakfast. Choose between our tasty grilled sausage, a fresh cracked egg and gooey cheese, or that applewood smoked bacon, fresh cracked egg and gooey cheese. All of that comes sandwiched between a warm English muffin. These English muffins are the perfect way to start the day. All you got to do is pick one. Grab an English muffin for breakfast this morning. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's breakfast at participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. The fall is the best time to be at the Jersey Shore. Leaves are changing, crowds are gone, the weather is still warm, and Rich Zioli is heading back to the Grand Hotel in Cape May. Be there Friday, October 13th, 3 till 7. It's Friday the 13th. What could possibly go wrong? Don't miss it. It's my happy place, and I'll be happier if you're there. So join the Zioli Show live at the Grand Friday, October 13th. See you there. Whether you're on your way to Cape May or already there, come by for all the fun. The Grand Hotel is at 1045 Beach Ave. This Friday, 3 till 7, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and the Odyssey app. Follow Talk Radio 1210 on Instagram and Facebook at 1210 WPHD. Amazing times, 855-839-1210, on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. And who better to talk about all these issues with than Alan Dershowitz, the author of Get Trump, The Threat to Civil Liberties, Due Process, and Our Constitutional Rule of Law. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, thank you for joining me today. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Well, thanks. I appreciate your asking me. And, of course, uh, what's going on at Harvard, and you are the Felix Frankfurter Professor of Law Emeritus at Harvard University Law School, I know must be truly heartbreaking to you, the reaction of some of the students there at Harvard Law School uh, regarding their support of Hamas. No, it isn't heartbreaking. It's anger-inducing. We're fighting back. Uh, Just like the Israeli army, we're now on the offensive. Um, We've gotten uh, students uh, to have their uh, job offers withdrawn. Uh, We are urging the school now to publish the names of every single student who supported rape, uh, who supported beheadings, who supported burning children alive, who supported kidnapping. We want exposure. Uh, The First Amendment, the marketplace of ideas, requires transparency. So we're fighting back. We want to know the name of every single student, faculty member, administrator who supports this barbarism so that we can hold them accountable in the court of public opinion. We don't want to ban them. I'm a strong supporter of freedom of speech, but freedom of speech goes both ways. So we're doing what the Israeli army is doing. We're on the offensive now. We're fighting back and we're winning. We're winning. We're getting these students to withdraw these uh, outrageous statements. Uh, We got the president of Harvard to finally 
deliver a statement which was about still uh, only partially uh, relevant. Uh, she still won't condemn these bigots. I, I, I would like your listeners just to imagine one thing. Imagine that there was a club that started at Harvard called the Ku Klux Klan Club, and it advocated the uh, lynching of blacks or another club, a bunch of male chauvinists who started a club in favor of rape. Uh, what would be the reaction of the university? Would they just say, well, they have a free speech right to express their views? Whatever the reaction would be to lynching, to Nazis, to rapists, that's what the reaction should be to what Hamas did um, in Israel uh, over this past weekend. We can't have a double standard. It's an excellent point that you make. And, and I think that uh, we've seen these deplorable reactions from students at campuses around the country. We've seen it right here in Philadelphia, Harvard, obviously. We've also seen it from members of Congress refusing to condemn this, Rashida Tlaib, right. Il, Ilmar Om, uh, Ilan Omar, uh, and others. And, 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 you know, this is this is not about the geopolitics of Palestine and Israel. I mean, these are barbaric, brutal, savage attacks by terrorists. And yet they're they're equating this in some way like these are freedom fighters or something. Well, CNN does that. Uh, CNN uses uh, the term militants uh, instead of um, using the term. Uh, obviously, it should use a murderers, rapists, uh, beheaders. Um, but uh, and then, you know, what I call the CNN strategy is now coming into being. Um, Hamas purposely puts its rockets um purposely puts its rockets uh, among civilians and uh, hoping that Israel will have to kill some civilians. And then they parade the civilian dead out there and say, see, Israel's worse. And students accept this nonsense. They don't realize that um, this is Hamas's strategy. They want Israel to kill Palestinians in order for Palestinian bodies to be used by CNN to try to create a moral, moral equivalence. And too many people fall for it. Why? Explain to me and help help me understand here. Help help me understand why people do not understand the the goal of Hamas, the goal of Hezbollah, and and really truly the goal of Iran here. Why they why this happened now when when Israel and Saudi Arabia were at the table and talking? Why don't people understand that that was the motivation for this? I mean, it seems very obvious to me. It is to me, too. And that's why the only way to stop this recurring, recurring barbarity is for Iran to be punished. And there are three or four ways they can be punished. First, Israel can be allowed to destroy their nuclear reactor. Can you imagine Iran developing nuclear bombs and handing them off to Hamas? The what happened just the other day would be nothing <clears throat> compared to what would happen. That's one. The second thing would be the United States should now pressure the Saudis to immediately accept the deal. So to show Iran, look, it's not working. It's backfiring. Uh, also to put pressure on Qatar to stop supporting Hamas um, and to stop supporting Iran. And so the center of this is the greatest exporter of terrorism in the history of the world, and that is Iran. They're the real villains here. And unless we punish them, it's not going to stop. And instead of punishing them, the Biden administration at the moment is still potentially unfreezing $6 billion, which I guarantee you will be used to uh, foment terrorism. 
Well, that's the, the I mean, John Kirby's up there today saying that we're acutely aware that Iran is the number one sponsor of Hamas, but we still can't say Iran was involved in this or not. Uh, it's almost like the administration is trying to defend Iran. I mean, I, I really couldn't understand why the Obama administration uh, thought that Iran could have a seat at the table of, of adult nations when th- th- this is a, a, a fanatical, radical Islamic government that is that is looking to destroy not only Jews, but also other Muslims who they believe don't believe follow their version of, of Islam. I mean, how do you sit down with people like that and, and negotiate and rationalize with them? I just don't think you can. No, I don't think you can either. You have to just destroy them. And I do think that uh, later intelligence will demonstrate that Iran played a much greater role in this than the United States intelligence agencies are now saying. They're not saying they didn't play a role in it. They're saying we don't have proof that they did play a role. But of course they would hide their involvement. The Wall Street Journal, who I trust uh, in this respect, maybe more than some government agencies, did reporting that showed that there were meetings in Lebanon the Monday before the Saturday in which this occurred, uh, involving uh, both Hamas leaders and leaders of uh, the Iranian um, uh, mullahs. And so I would bet you anything that in the end, there will be proof that the fingerprints of Iran are all over, uh, if not this attack, many, 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 many other attacks. Um, Iran, without Iran, you could not get this level of sophistication, this level of intelligence gathering, this level of rockets, thousands and thousands of rockets. How do you smuggle them into what's supposed to be an open-air prison? Last time I was in prison, I go to prison a lot to represent clients. You can't smuggle 4,000 4, rockets into a prison. But how do you destroy it without starting World War III? And, and I think a lot of people are very, very nervous about that right now, especially because the United States, we're, we're in Ukraine. Uh, we're, we seem to be very spread very thin here, and I think a lot of people are very yeah. concerned about that. That's why I'm not enthusiastic about a ground uh, incursion into um, into Gaza, which will cost a lot of lives. And I'd be much more in favor of a targeted attack by um, Israel with the logistical support and diplomatic support of the United States on a uh, a raid against the Iran nuclear reactor using, you know, 25 uh, planes uh, with bunker busting bombs provided by the United States to destroy, if not all, at least the vast majority of the Iranian um, uh, nuclear weapons program, which we know exists. We know where it is. And uh, it would send a message to Iran that you promote terrorism at great risk to your own administration. I mean, ultimately, the answer is, of course, regime change. We want to overthrow the regime today in Iran, which is an evil regime, but just the way we should have overthrown the Nazi regime in Germany in the 1930s. We didn't do that. Um, it's hard to do, but uh, there have to be punitive uh, actions directed at Iran, no matter how successful Israel is in a ground attack in uh, the Gaza Strip. That won't end it. It might stop it for three years, four years. But in the end, it's going to be recurring because Iran pulls the strings. They're the puppet master and Hezbollah and Hamas are the puppets. So the regime of Iran is really the issue here. I think that's right. And they have to suffer. And one way of making them suffer is to destroy their most valuable property, which they've been working on for 15 years now. And that is their nuclear weapons program. 
Uh, before I let you go, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you uh, regarding former President Trump, the latest on that. And um, the the fact that this uh, judge here in New York seems to be mocking him in court and, and, and the attorney general of New York, the state of New York, being so hell bent on getting him. I, I mean, th- this looks to be such a farce, this this civil trial. No, oh, it's much worse than a farce. It's uh, targeted. Uh, you know, it, I named my book at Trump. It wasn't an original title with me. It was a title that came out of um, uh, the attorney general's campaign pledge. She promised she would get him, and if she didn't get him, she won't be reelected. So she's going to do anything to get him, and she certainly got the right judge. The judge said uh, in court that he's just a bad man. Uh, that's not the kind of judge that should be sitting on issues like this, especially without a jury. And so this is worse than a farce. It's a total and complete denial of equal justice. Does he have the ability to it, what's his recourse after this? Well, mostly it'll be an appeal. But remember that the appellate court judges in New York are elected too, and New York is an overwhelmingly anti-Trump state. So you know, his major recourse is going to be in the court of public opinion where he's winning. Um, you know, I'm a liberal Democrat. I uh, don't support Trump politically, but I certainly support his constitutional rights. Well, listen, I appreciate your time as always. Get Trump, sure. the threat to civil liberties, due process, and our constitutional rule of law. Professor, Professor Alan Dershowitz, thanks for your time. Thank you. The Rich Zioli Show on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We uh, pot up uh, Biden is speaking right now. He's just saying right now he's making it clear to the Iranians to be careful. Uh, I think we're all very nervous here about where this goes. What thousands of years of Jewish history has shown us, the enduring strength, and I mean this sincerely, the enduring strength and spirit of Jewish community. If you excuse a point of personal privilege, you should say in the Senate. That's why I took my kids, everyone when they turned 14 years old, one at a time, put them on a plane and took them to Dachau. I wanted them to see that you could not not know what was going on walking through those gates. You could not fail to understand as a country what was going on. And that's a fact. It had a profound impact on my children and my grandchildren. Some thought taking a 14-year-old grandchild and not make mistake, but I took them one at a time. I got three more to go. And folks, it's important. You know, the miracle of Israel is Israel. It's Israel itself. The hope it inspires. The light it represents to the world. And, uh, Folks, um, I was asked uh, in one of my very frank conversations with Bibi and uh, Herzog, so why do I feel so deeply about this? It's not about the region. I truly believe, were there no Israel, no Jew in the world would be ultimately safe. It's the only ultimate guarantee. The only ultimate guarantee. The only ultimate guarantee. And folks, because of you, and I mean this sincerely, because you're speaking up, because of the intensity and the intellect and the brilliance you bring to this cause, I think we have a chance to end this in a way that is, it makes it very difficult for it to be repeated. I want to thank you for your leadership. And as I said, there's a, a lot to talk about, and uh, but 
I'm really, quite frankly, concerned as to it's hard to talk about this without detail. And it's contrary to our interest to let out the detail of what we're going on. I mean, this is just round the clock, as you understand, you fully understand. But, you know, uh, I've known Bibi for over 40 years. In a very frank relationship, I know him well. And the one thing that I did say that it is really important that Israel, with all the anger, frustration, and just cannot explain it, that exists, is that they operate by the rules of war. The rules of war. And there are rules of war. And, uh, and I believe Israel is doing everything in its power to, uh, to pull the country together, stay on the same page, and we're going to do everything in our power to make sure Israel succeed and God willing to bring home those Americans who are in harm's way. I'm, I'm going to let you all have the private conversation you've been having, which you should continue to have. But uh, I just came to basically, I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. I give you my word as a Biden. Thank you. Thank you for the intensity of your support. It matters. It matters that Americans see what's happening. I mean, I, I, I've been doing this a long time. I never really thought you that I would wait, you see and have confirmed pictures of terrorists beheading children. I never thought I'd ever, anyway, I, uh, but there are countries in the region that are trying to be of some help, including Arab nations <clears throat> trying to be of some help. So, uh, anyway. It's just, anyway, anyway. From my faith, from my faith, my faith that, uh, that at the core of every human being is a spark of humanity and decency. It's got to be touched. It's got to be spoken to. That's what you do. That's why you're here. It's not about, you know, revenge. It's about, it's about decency. Just basically decent, just basic decency. Treating people with a sense of, I don't know quite how to say it, but I know we can overcome this. I know we can overcome this. Look, I don't know anything about the kind of loss it's talking about, but I know a little bit of like to feel loss, lose people you adore, get a phone call saying they're gone. I get that part. Not the same, but I get the part. I'm just thinking he's going to take questions. And what I've learned is that if we, as we persevere, we can grow. And the day will come when the memory of that person or those persons bring a smile to your lips before it brings a tear to your eye. It will happen. It will happen. But, God, it takes a long time sometimes. 
And when it's born out of something that has been anything from a mistake to a, a vicious, vicious attempt, you know, it, 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 it varies in degrees. I'm not saying I know the same. But I, I just, look, I mean. He's just rambling. The President of the United States is rambling right now. I'll never forget. Oh, here we I go. I won't go into that. Okay. Anyway, I, I, I just think that uh, if we stay true to our values, pursue with every inch and every bit of our energy. Yes. To get this right, we can bury this again and bring people back, and bring people home and bring it together. I think we can, I think we can change the Middle East. But then again, I have been referred to as a, uh, a congenital optimist. And I'm not going to answer any questions to you guys right now, but my, my team here knows when, when the press is gone, they'll talk more directly to you. But even then, they're not going to be able to tell you all that we're doing and all that's going on. So. Our questions are, we please say thank you. 80 years ago this week, 80 years ago this week, a group of 400 rabbis came to Washington hoping to meet with Franklin Delano Roosevelt and appeal to him to act to rescue the Jews who were being persecuted in Europe. And they were refused a meeting with President Roosevelt. They were refused entry to the White House. And the fact that we are here today, and you have spoken as the President of the United States so clearly in support of Israel, so clearly in support of the Jewish people, and so and welcome leaders and representatives of the Jewish community into the White House for this discussion shows what a dramatic distance we've traveled in these United States, how we as the Jewish community are blessed to live today in these United States, and we thank you for your leadership and your moral fire. They're going to start pulling him off the stage, I imagine. Okay, thank you. Thank you, guys. The uh, takeaway from that is uh, the president said, quote, we made it clear to the Iranians, be careful. He is coordinating efforts to bring Americans home, but for the security of operations, cannot detail it. And then he stood up there and his mind wandered and God only knows where the hell he went. All right, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. I mean, it's just, it's just, this guy, he, uh, 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 all right. Dr. Mike Venaria, great guy. Listen, Veterans Breakfast coming up November 11th. Mark your calendar, Saturday, November 11th, at his Cinnamons in office. It's going to be also a free shredding event. So free breakfast to say thank you to our veterans. Also, uh, free community shredding event. There's going to be all kinds of refreshments, and we'll salute the troops. And you can be part of it. Dr. Mike Veneri is a great guy. You know, for 10 years in a row, for 10 years in a row, he has been one of the most respected uh, dentists among his peers. That's why he has been voted top dentist in New Jersey for 10 consecutive years. And when it comes to dental implants, listen, dental implants are very complicated. You want to make sure you go to the right guy. That's my guy. That's Dr. Mike Venaria. And people ask me all the time, Rich, is he really your dentist? Yes, he's really my dentist. I would never pretend like he is if he isn't. You know that. I always tell you the truth. Uh, and he's also my family's dentist, too. Mama's the only discovered him. Papa's the only goes there. Bridget, Reagan, Claire, Patrick, we all go see Dr. Mike Venaria. And two locations to serve you, right over the bridge in Cinnaminson and Woodbury. So you go see him today. Call for your free implant consultation today. All right? And remember, mark your calendar for the Veterans Breakfast and Free Shredding event coming up Saturday, November 11th at the Cinnaminson office, venariadental.com. Trust me when I tell you there is no one, and I mean no one better 
when it comes to your smile than Dr. Mike Venaria. VenariaDental.com. VenariaDental.com. You get up every morning and make it all work. You make the hospitals and the labs work. You keep the shelves stocked, the cash registers ringing, the production lines producing. At Vestas, we have the uniforms and workplace supplies you need to do what you do every day. When you think uniforms, floor mats, first aid kits, restroom supplies, think Vestas. Vestas, uniforms and workplace supplies for the people who make it all work. Learn more at Vestas.com. The future of joint pain relief is right here in the Philadelphia region. QC Kinetics, advanced regenerative medicine. Hey, Dawn Stensland here. If you've been told that more steroids or surgery are your only options, not so fast. Get a second opinion. Learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. QC Kinetics does not mask the pain. These treatments go to the very core of the problem. Using concentrated healing properties, play directly into your joint, which repairs and restores that damaged tissue. Imagine living life, especially this fall, with no more pain in your knees, your aching shoulder, your back, your hips. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. Just call the local medical professionals, get a free consultation. QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. 215-999-3000. Just call QC Kinetics, 215-999-3000. Tell Dawn sent you. Hey, it's John Ritchie. If you've been dealing with a POS system that just isn't getting the job done and you're in the restaurant, retail, or casino business, you need to call my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. Joe Flynn and his team at PDQ have the fastest and easiest POS system to learn, use, and manage. Their all-in-one POS system will save you time, effort, and money. Whether you have a single location restaurant or thousands of locations, PDQ can help grow your business like never before. Visit PDQ POS Exergen thermometers are a top choice of medical professionals at highly rated hospitals across the U.S. Accuracy matters, so make Exergen the chosen thermometer for your home and family. Hey, Mel Laurel, we know your favorite station is WPHT. Tell your smart speaker to play 1st October. We're excited about it. 855-839-1210 if you would like to weigh in today. Mike is in Mayfair. Mike, how are you? You know, it's really sickening. I've been listening to scanning news all over the country and people are calling for the extermination of the Palestinian people. Nobody on this program today has called for the excuse me, excuse me, hello, hello. I'm going to put you on hold. Nobody on this program or on this radio station has called for the extermination of the Palestinian people. I want to be very, very clear. Go ahead. Huh? Yes, go ahead. Why is the lives of Jewish babies more important than the lives of Palestinian babies? Who said the lives of Palestinian babies are not important? Nobody shed any tears for the Palestinian babies being murdered. I they think people have said that. Thousands. The- 
They've killed thousands and thousands of Palestinian children Who over has? decades. Who has? The Israelis. The Israelis have. Oh, so okay. So they, so they had it coming, in other words. Yes. yes. They had it coming. Jimmy Carter said Israel has never lived up to the Camp David mm-hmm. Accords. So Israel, Israel had this attack coming. So Hamas was justified. Is that what you're saying? They won't let the rest of the Is that, you, is that what you're saying? I just want to know. Children. Yes or no? All right. I'm put you on hold again. I'm try one more time with this guy. Did, did So Israel had it coming. Hamas was justified in doing what they did. How come the Israelis won't let yes or no. the Red Cross take food yes in for or no. children? It's a simple question. Children. It's a simple question. It was, is Hamas justified in what they did here? Yes. All right, you're an anti-Semite. Listen, I don't have time for you. Have a, have a nice day. Goodbye. Goodbye. 855-839-1210. You see, you always expose him after just a few moments. You really do. You just uh, expose him. There are a lot of people like him. He should be a member of the squad because a lot of those nutbags in Congress think exactly like he does. Uh, and, and no one has called for the uh, the extermination of the Palestinian people. And no one has called for uh, death to innocent Palestinians. In fact, the government of the United States and Israel is trying to work to make sure that civilians get out. Israel didn't provoke this. Hamas did. But you see, when you've got Jew haters like that guy in their mind, well, you know what? This is justified. And he's not alone in thinking that. There's a lot of that. Harvard students, members of Congress, Rashida Tlaib, Rashida Tlaib of Minnesota, refusing to condemn the beheadings of Israeli babies when confronted by the media. So, you know, you have people like this in the world. And you, you can't, you can't ra- rationalize or reason with people like this. They're just, they hate. They hate. It's like the same thing that the Nazis would say. The Jews had it coming. So, you know, how do you how do you how do you sit down and reason with somebody like that? It was that much hate in their heart. It's unbelievable. 855-839-1210. We got a lot more to talk about. The Phillies first pitch is just a matter of moments away. And uh, yes, it's true. If you're wondering, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has been confronted in Toronto. But what was he confronted about? Was it his birth father? We'll be right back. Oh. Kale and Company weekday mornings, 6 till 10. John wants to know if Meatball is making bubbles in the tub. Tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. I don't know how I'm going to shake off seeing her in the tub. I see her in the tub, and then I think about this. <laughs> some guys do it in the shower. Some guys do it in the sink. I need to have a word with some of these people. Like, what is happening here? Greg's not really a tub person. He prefers one of two other options that both start with an S. got to keep our minds out of the gutter here, folks. I know it's Friday, but come on. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app. Howdy, I'm Hank, and I'm a plumbing pro who installs Bradford White water heaters. I've done so many, my buddies call me Hank the Tank. If you want a reliable, efficient, long-lasting water heater that's built to be the best, you want Bradford White. And you can only get one from a pro like me. How you heat your water matters. So make it a Bradford White water heater. Check out BradfordWhite.com and find a pro like me. Take it from Hank the Tank. Choose Bradford White. Exergen thermometers are a top choice of medical professionals at highly rated hospitals across the U.S. Accuracy matters. So make Exergen the chosen thermometer. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.